0: a loaded show this week we're just going to get right into it we can't play around we always say that but literally we can't play around Harbin um loaded show this week just a lot to unwrap and get into with the Tennessee baseball team uh we got live golf um versus the PGA all that that went down I got to get Harb's opinion on it so we'll just get right into this joined by Harb he's back after missing last week and special guest T Money Reigns, Thomas Reigns is back because the Vols are still playing. And we'll probably have him back for a wrap up show too after the season's over when it's when it's done. Hopefully we're not done yet because the Vols stayed alive this afternoon, fellas. Uh with a big eight to four win. Things weren't looking good. When was that, Thomas? The fourth inning? We were down four to nothing. Uh yeah, third or fourth. Should have pulled up. Yeah, we were the down third four to inning not-
1: when they uh they scored the – got it to 4 nothing in the
0: third. Yeah, Southern Miss scored four in the bottom of the third, and we answered with a six spot in the top of the fourth. But – um so what we'll do is we'll start out with talking about the games. Game one on Saturday slash Sunday, which is today. And then game two, which was today on Sunday. And then we'll look ahead to game three, which is on Monday. We think we know a time. We don't know yet, but – Um, And then we're going to talk about the selection process, what you all think about that, because that's been a hot topic all week about where this series was played at. Um, So we'll chime in on that. So let's start with these games. I'll start with our baseball – UT baseball expert, Thomas Reigns. The Vols – that was weird yesterday, playing, stopping, playing for 13 minutes, stopping again, going back to the hotel – They waited for what was it, four or five hours before they finally made a
1: decision. Ten o'clock, I think. It was late.
0: It was very late. Um, My family, my cousins from Louisiana went. They're graduate of Southern Miss, or my cousin is. So she took her kids and her husband. They ended up leaving after the second rain delay. They just they hauled it back to Louisiana. Actually, went back today. Her and her oldest son went. Um, so shout out to them, even though they were dressed in Southern Miss gear from head to toe, but, um, so Tennessee, um, came out hot in game one, but it wasn't enough. They ended up losing five to three. So their backs are against the wall game two this afternoon. Like we said, they were down four to nothing after three, and then they put up a six spot. The bats just came alive, um, but not. I think my most impressive thing wasn't the bats coming alive. I mean, that was impressive. Thankfully, they did. But Chase Dolander, after that happened, I tweeted, like, this is his time to shut these guys down and to to put us into game three. And that's exactly what he did. I think he retired, like, 17 of the last 19 batters he faced. Um, so, I don't know. What do you think, Thomas? What's your thoughts about game one and two?
1: Um, they looked a little flat game one. Um Lindsay didn't have his stuff. He had the he had the same issue as he did game one in the regional, but wasn't able to get out of the bases loaded jam like he was in against Charlotte. And you're already, you know, behind the eight ball when you're down what two nothing. First inning in. And we would get hit. We hit the ball hard a few times, but it was seemed to be right at people. But then they just that pitcher had a really good changeup and we just could not hit it. So,
0: yeah, he was good. I mean, their pitcher pitched well last night. He was good.
1: Yeah. I was looking when we when we cut it to one today, um, you were hoping to get a shutdown inning, and that didn't happen. And I think that kind of – we didn't really get
0: Lord, anything it, else. It, I'm uh, telling you guys, it's, sto- it's storming hard here in Strawberry Plains.
1: Uh, we, didn't, we didn't get anything else going the rest of the game, and then – um, game two looked like a little bit more of the same until that fourth inning, and Blake Burke hit a ball off the church. Yes, and uh, I think that woke everybody up. So.
0: Yeah, it. Uh, and I'm glad to see Burke finally hit a ball, hit an off speed pitch like that because he has really been struggling with off speed pitches. Here, Especially recently, but I think he probably always has semi-struggled with that pitch, but they are really force-feeding him off-speed stuff right now. But he took that slider and just deposited it. They said it was a church, but I saw a tweet. Of course, it was a fake tweet, but said he hit it all the way to the Applebee's there in (laughs) Hattiesburg. There is no Applebee's in Hattiesburg, apparently. But
1: then he got a, uh, a double his next at bat off a lefty.
0: I thought that one was gone.
1: I couldn't tell,
0: but I just mean, just the way it came off of his bat and the way the center fielder reacted, I thought it was out of there. But yeah, still double off the center field wall, deepest part of the park. Yeah, I thought. I mean, this was a just a. I I'll be honest. I was texting Burkhart and Cruz during the. We always text during UT games, and when we were down. Four to nothing in the third. I I mean, I hadn't totally given up on them, but I was not feeling the vibe of this team. They just – after game one, the way they played, they were kind of flat on Saturday. They didn't look as flat today coming out. They just were behind and didn't have enough juice or enough time. But when they got down four to nothing, I was like, boys, they're in trouble. This, this game could get out of hand in a hurry. And they – Answered back like good teams should the next inning. I I thought just score a couple here and kind of stem the tide a little bit. Hell, they scored six, took the lead, and then scored two more the next inning. Um, Harb, did you get to watch any of the game last night or today? Uh,
2: didn't get to watch. Um, had it on the radio. I uh, was listening to John Wilkerson. Um, it was actually at Holston Hills yesterday. Funny enough, the mecca of East Tennessee. Golf. Um, I heard
0: you. I heard you had a little round going there yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Had, a, my, had a sources, good day. my sources. My sources told me that. Right. Um, <laughs>
2: we, we had a gallery. Funny enough, uh, it's a gallery of one. Shout out, Scotty
0: rammer I think that was uh, my source.
2: It was your source. <laughs> um, had a good day. But anyway, uh, didn't get to watch physically any. Uh, listened. Uh, just couldn't get the bats going. Uh, sounded like that guy was filthy. Didn't didn't see him throw. Uh, in the words of Scotty Rimmer, uh he couldn't break a window pane though. Um said he was topping out like 87 or something. But um yeah, the game on Saturday just kind of felt like uh rogue games like early and middle of the season, you know. Uh bats couldn't get going, pitching was pretty good. Um and I thought the rain delay going into going into this morning, I thought the rain delay could have been the best thing that happened to us. Like maybe we just woke up and remembered how to hit, you know, and that first inning out of the delay, that's what happened. Um, like you said, didn't have enough time or didn't have enough juice or whatever, but, um, I was at work for the full duration of game two and I was, I was trying to pay attention, but. When Southern Miss got up 4 0, I pretty much quit paying attention. I'm not gonna lie. Uh I, I kind of given up on it. Um, uh, it just kind of felt like we were a little flat, didn't just didn't have good vibes to it, and then came out in the fifth inning and set the world on fire. And when you got a team with this much talent, you put their backs against the wall, you see what they're made of, and that was really special to see, especially out of Dolander. Uh a lot of people's given the offense a bunch of credit, but give Delandro a lot of credit for how he responded after that start.
0: Yeah, he came out and just after they got the lead back at six to four, he just like Southern Miss couldn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and that's what you want from your your ace yours who's going to be a top ten pick. That's what you got to have out of him, and that's what he did. Um, we are now joined by Big Montana, who's power has been out his wi-fi is all screwed up but he thinks he's got it fixed now so uh big montana welcome to the show
3: listen i'm a genius i've been running wire i just repowered my house fixed the plumbing um i've got a leak here at the garage door water's coming in we're gonna figure that out too um jack of all trades master
0: none boys they'll just get some towels out and put under that door
3: what it is is where my driveway is, you know,
0: <laughs>
3: pavement, and then I have like a concrete piece there at the garage door, and water okay. just sits there. Well, it's see, it's seeping in right now. So we're gonna I, have I, to get us a little push room here in a minute. Get I've a little, been, get a lot crappy.
0: I've been over there before when that's done that, so I, I remember that. Yeah, it'd be all right. So it it just been lost five minutes. So what, what'd you think about uh game one and game two of the Southern miss Tennessee series?
3: First of all, is is been dipping right now or is it sunflower seeds? Well, we do. Yeah. Hey, don't worry about me. He asked you a question, son.
0: Hey, real quick, uh I mentioned this before hey, we started I'm, I,
2: I'm growing up, bowling. I'm growing up. I, damn I, I proud mentioned
0: of you. <laughs> I mentioned this before we started recording, but for those listening on audio. Thomas Reigns, look, Big Montana. He came straight from the game. He's got he's in full uniform. Oh, I didn't know Thomas <laughs> leaving here. God almighty. Yeah, he's in full Hello? uniform. T Money's in the smoky gray roads with the gray hat, orange bill. He's gonna leave as soon as the, as soon as we get through recording. He's going back to Hattiesburg. Uh oh. Oh, I thought we lost Big Montana there. So he's still good. I'm here. All right. I'm here. Go ahead and Go ahead now that we've got the uniform stuff out of the way and we've determined whatever Harbin's dipping. What do you think about the games?
3: Um, I thought they came out on uh, Saturday really flat. I thought the best thing that could have happened to us was the rain delay, um, and it kind of proved that when they restarted today. The day. Uh, I really thought they were going to come back win game one um after they made it three four i was like all right here we go like this is southern miss no one gives a shit like just run them over um but kudos to them i mean i think they're a they're a good ball team obviously um to be in this position they're at it seems like they have a really good coach um they got some boys that can rake now um that shortstop they got he's a little stud um dickerson yeah uh, dude he's a one-man
0: wrecking crew
3: yeah, I mean he he's unstoppable. Um, he he just does what he wants to, puts the ball wherever he wants it. Um, that made it second base in game two today that they called safe and then called him out. That was that that was a ball play. That was that's for sure. Um, I don't know. Southern Miss is actually, you know, it's one of them teams you'd root for. I mean, to be honest with you, if you we're just casual baseball fan. If they were playing LSU or. Anybody else, um, it's kind of who you want to root for. I think those guys are um, a good ball club. Um,
0: Hold on a You keep talking like that. Day-Day Vol's going to say you're a Southern Miss fan.
3: Well, maybe I am. <laughs> maybe I am. Um, but, no, uh, I. Uh, in game two got away from us there in that one inning in the third or fourth, whatever it was. Um, but. Ah, man, this team is – they can win the whole damn thing or they can get beat by 14 tomorrow. I don't know. It's so, um, they uh, – the pitching today was pretty phenomenal, except for the pitches in that one. It just seemed like the, the roof was falling, the sky was falling. Um, I love Landers cockiness today. Um, they remind me of – Attitude air stone cold walking to the ring. I mean, he was walking off the damn mound, just he was walking and talking, as JR would say. Um, but it uh, all right, keep up. Plus, you game. Um, but I I was really proud of the balls how they answered back today. It was, um, it was nice to see, and they forced a game three. So we'll see what happens.
0: I, I do have a question. We've all, four of us now, said Tennessee came out flat on Saturday. And we said this same thing about Tennessee basketball. Why in the world, in a game or a series like this, would you come out flat? Maybe they weren't. They just weren't playing well. But it sure looked like they were yeah. just going through the motions a little bit there, especially yeah. on, on Saturday afternoon.
2: Yeah,
3: in a weird way, um
0: like I, I said,
2: I don't it's
3: like – generation of kids is different and they just think they're entitled or or what um but that wasn't southern miss was coming to win this ball game on Saturday um but it just seems like if, if something doesn't go their way I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know what it is but it you know these guys aren't entitled to do anything win anything or have anything to them don't know what
0: what do you all think?
2: I don't know. Uh, the vibe I kind of got is they were almost treating, like, the first few innings as, like, a feel-out. Like, they're – and that might sound incredibly stupid, but it just kind of felt like they were just treating, like, the first third of the game, like, feeling it out a bit. And, and like Thomas said, they hit some hard balls at, straight at people. But, I mean – outside of that i mean you can you, you can't have one hit through how many innings they get through
0: on There's saturday uh five what the top
1: 5 you know the bottom 5 when they i think
0: they're in the bottom five. of the 5th yeah i mean like
2: you can't have one hit through 5 innings in a super regional and expect to just turn it on like i understand it happens every once in a while but you can't just rely on that and I and like Anytime we have a big game, you know, like we, we have, we have like a, we have like a catalytic inning where everything starts to click. But there's gonna, there's gonna be games where that just doesn't come. You know, I mean, you, you've got to be consistent with it. And I don't know like Montana said, we could come out tomorrow and get beat fifteen to three, or we could come out and win nine to one. Now I wouldn't be shocked either way. Um, but we're going to find a lot out about this team and kind of how they're wired tomorrow, you know. I expect them to win though, I will say
0: that. Um I I actually was I was kind of upset. I mean, we had boots on the ground down there, sweat bees down there, and I was texting him and he said it was lightning in the area, although when every time they showed it on TV, the stadium it the sun was out. It was like beautiful outside, but he did say there was some storms like south of the stadium that were heading that way, um, but I was interested to see how that fifth inning played out if they didn't stop it. But I know we came back and and scored today when they when they started back. But I felt like we had a little momentum going and it just stopped right there. Um, but you all were right about earlier talking about that rain delay. I I thought was probably pretty well timed because. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I thought today we were going to get blown out there for a second until we started hitting the ball the next inning. But that game yesterday could have went sideways. Um, I think they were going to fight back a little bit, though. You could s- start to tell in the fourth and fifth inning they were starting to make a little bit better contact off of that guy. Um, and you still had five more innings to play, at least five more at bat. So anything could have happened, I guess. They were just down four runs. So um I don't know. They got to come out tomorrow, as we'll look ahead to Game Three. We don't know. Thomas, correct me if I'm wrong. We don't know what time yet. Is that correct?
1: Not, <clears throat> nothing from baseball on Twitter yet. So,
0: yeah, the only it's, thing I've seen I've is heard from Yeah, the only thing I've seen is from that Allen Bell guy saying five o'clock Eastern. But Tennessee and Southern Miss, neither one, have put anything out yet. So. I guess they're waiting for the official word. I don't know what they would be waiting on.
1: Maybe the LSU Tucky game.
0: See well, one yeah, one that, I guess one. they're waiting on that one. Texas, I'm trying to.
1: Stanford still has a game, but they, that they one too for sure. But
0: because all the other Oregon and Oral Roberts, which
1: that'll we, be game. That's a game three.
0: Yeah, that one will be done, and everything else is done except us Stanford Texas. And it looks like LSU's probably going to win, so that one will be done. So we could be the only game tomorrow. I think Texas wins. Texas. That one was over. Game. But if yeah. Stanford wins tonight, then there'll be a game, and I would say that one would be later than ours. I, I, of I think Coast. a game
1: three. Yeah, that'll be a that's in Stanford. So that'll be a nine o'clock game, probably.
0: So I would I would, I would I assume we're five or six tomorrow. Yeah. Um, be dumb not to. Do it. Yeah, I, you can't have this game at like one o'clock in the afternoon. There's no, there's nowhere for them to go after this. So it really doesn't matter what time you play um, because they're not going to play till Friday or Saturday, anyways. I would assume the series that end tomorrow, however the matchups work, they might play Saturday. I don't know that it really matters in the grand scheme of things, but um, I don't know. What do y'all think? Tennessee's pitching is set up pretty good for Monday. And I hope people listen to this on Monday, because if they don't, it's going to be pretty silly listening to it on Tuesday or Wednesday. But I think Tennessee's pitching sets up pretty good on on for this Monday game three with Drew Beam, and you've still got Camden Sewell. You've still pretty much got Burns, because he didn't – what did he throw? Six pitches, I think. Pitches today. I mean, today. I mean yeah. he didn't throw anything. Yeah. Um, you've got everybody
1: back, but Andrew Lindsey and Chase Dolander. I mean – And you won't have that. Halverson. He- Maybe. Probably not. If, if you need him, you need him. But if you need him, then you've got some problems. It's, I think, yeah, I think. I was gonna say, if, we, if we need him, it's going downhill quick.
0: I think if you're throwing Halverson, you're either getting shellacked or they're in extra innings or something.
1: He's not going to throw Halverson if we're down double figures because Tony so, looked out for the pitchers. That's the one thing he's yeah. done in his whole career is look out for the pitch counts and he doesn't overwork any of his pitchers.
0: Well, and you still got guys, you got, uh, Kirby Cannell, you'll have Dylan Seacrest out of the bullpen that can throw. You got
1: AJ, AJ Russell,
0: AJ Russell's out of the bullpen that can throw some, I mean, they're more, they're more like hitter to hitter type guys right now, but well, Russell,
1: can... Russell is, Russell's your probably next year's rotate. He's going to be in the rotation next year. He'll be doing the rotation with beam and probably burns again. Um, what do you think
0: Halverson's role is next year. He's,
1: he goes pro, I think. I don't know if he has I, think, any I don't think he has any left because he was—he's technically. Oh, a that's, senior. Right.
0: that's right. That's um,
1: right. Um, it'd be nice if he could come back because I think he'd be—he'd fit right into the rotation.
0: Um, I, so I think that Southern Miss will start this Nico Mazza cat. Uh, he's got a five and one record, a four point one three ERA. Here's a good stat for me, good for us. His whip is 1.48. That's pretty high. Um, anything around 1.5 is not good, in my opinion. So, but he's got – he's hittable or walkable, whatever you want to say. So, um, I think Tennessee's got – I feel like they've got the upper hand tomorrow. They're the home team, even though it's at – Southern <clears> Miss. Um, I think we've got the upper hand on I think that's starting the starting pitching. Thing
3: in the world.
0: Yeah, I don't. We talked about this last year because I don't. If you're, get, if you're hosting, if you're hosting, you're the home team. That that's the way it should be. 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 <laughs> but it's like my uncle said last week: it's socialism. They're trying to give everybody a chance, and I get the model of it. You know, yeah. Let every let. let I just – I get it. They're both two seeds, but there's a reason you gave them the home series. So, just give them the home – the home advantage.
2: Well, here's my question. If you are going to have both teams get at least one game where they're the quote-unquote home team, why don't you do the host as home team for games one and three and the way That's what we're saying. That's what it should be. Yeah. I I, I personally
0: think it should be – the the host the home team every time but that's my opinion. Hey, go
2: on. Go on. I I this is just another general question. Uh I think I know part of the answer, but what was the decision for this to be a Saturday Sunday Monday series instead of Friday Saturday Sunday?
1: I
0: don't think that was answered. I don't think it ever was. I'm guessing is, it, it, mean, it's it's got to be TV purposes. I think mainly it's TV, but I think too they were probably Throwing because they can't play every they can't play every series on Friday Saturday Sunday I mean they could they just couldn't right. cover it all so they try to they do four and four on Friday Saturday
2: I mean do, do they pick the ones that think are going to be sweeps and do them Saturday Sunday Monday oh. or, or I don't know I, uh, it's it, the NCAA it, it, man
0: there's no rhyme or reason to what it didn't they
2: make do. no sense and also depending on who you ask how the series is in Hattiesburg in the first place don't make a whole lot of sense either. Uh I haven't really read much into that, just to be 100 percent honest with you. So I don't really know the decision behind it. But knowing the NCAA, there probably wasn't much criteria involved <laughs> anyway.
0: Well, we'll we'll get into that shortly because that's a huge whole other topic that's got Tennessee fans all riled up. Um but I I don't know. I don't <laughs> I do think it's kind of goofy that Tennessee is on the road playing at Southern Miss, who's the host, and they're the home team for two out of the three games. I mean it just
1: And they got it because of a coin flip.
0: Yeah, a coin two was it two
1: coin two flips? coin tosses, yeah. We won both coin we won the coin flip for who gets home first game and then the coin toss for who gets home third game. Isn't I mean necessary. that that is stuff That's so we stupid.
0: do. That is stuff we do at parks and recreation. Yeah. When you have two teams playing at a park that there is no home field. It's like all right. We don't know. Yeah, who... I think it was because they're
1: both we're both two seeds and it was just a if it yeah. was if it were at or you know, like Oregon or Roberts, or Oregon's the higher seed, so obviously they're gonna be home for one and three, but because they're both two seeds and you just chose a regional or a super regional location, but I don't so, know. If they
0: so quickly, does Tennessee win on Monday? I don't care who answers.
1: Yes.
0: Harbin.
2: Yes. I'm thinking about uh, it, they should. I'll put it that way. Um, I don't have a damn clue. Just to be honest with you. I don't think any of the four of us do. But our best against their best, I believe our best is better. Um, we have more talent, and when it's winner take all, you got to take more talent. I'm, I'm taking the balls.
0: Thomas. I'll
1: go with yes.
0: I, did, I agree, too. I think I think these two teams are on fairly – Yes. Yeah, I think they're fairly even. I just think Tennessee's the better team. But if they come out on a slow start again, they could be in trouble. Um, They need to come out. and I'm not saying they need to come out and jump all over them. They just don't need to fall oh, no, down. They need to come to out and
1: jump all over them.
0: Oh, they do. They just don't need to fall behind four to nothing. Well, score no. 10 in the
1: first and end it.
0: Yeah. That's Except what I'm saying.
1: Unless you're Oral Roberts and you score eight in the third inning and then you get beat.
0: We are one win away from Omaha. Let's hope they get it. Um,
1: two out of three years.
0: It would be two, yeah, second time in three years that, that the Vols have traveled to the great state of Nebraska. So,
3: if Tennessee does make it to Omaha – um, I know you like to compare every coach um, with upside and promise and years and years of to bury a foot in the grave, and his career was, you know, twenty years ago. Does Tony Vitello done if he gets ball, Is that good enough for you to say that um, this was a successful season? Because, I mean, they're the teams that are going to be left, are going, they're all going to be great. Um, would love to see them go on and win a couple of uh, – win the whole thing. But in my mind, I think Tony has done enough, especially with this team on how it started and um, basically what he lost last year too, um, to give him the nod and say this was a season for the balls.
0: I I just want to get one thing straight. I don't think it's not a successful season if they don't win on Monday. I think it's been a very good year. It's been up and down. um, But I think it's been a very good year. I think the thing I get frustrated with is – and he could put a lot of this to bed, Tony Vitello could, if they win on Monday, but – since he's been here and I need to go back. Like if you tell, told me when we hired this guy who'd never been a head coach for great recruiter coming from Arkansas, that we would go to four straight NCAA tournaments, win the sec title, regular season and a tournament and go to, what is it now? Three straight super regionals and go to two out of three. If they win on Monday college world series, I, I don't know what I would have done. I don't know if I'd have been able to contain my excitement. Um, So you got to look at that and say, this guy's done a fantastic job here, much like Rick Barnes has done a fantastic job with the basketball team. I mean, sweet 16s, ranked number one multiple times. He's winning 25 and 30 games every year. He's won the SEC title. I mean, it's the same thing. But I I get frustrated, and we've said it on here back during basketball season, that – Rick Barnes gets crucified all the time for not going past that mark, and sometimes rightfully so. He's done it a lot. But you talk to people, and they're like, oh, this guy's just not going to do it. You know, We need to move on, blah, blah, blah. But Tony Vitello in his short career here has kind of done the same thing with his teams. But he could erase a lot of that talk, which it's not much of it, but I have seen a little this weekend that if they were to lose – they're basically losing in the Sweet 16 again, which is not – t- think about it, though. That's still – they're one of the last 16 teams playing in all of college baseball. Same thing with the basketball team. When you say that part out loud, it sounds a lot better than, oh, God, we just lost to Florida Atlantic. Um, or, God, no. we lost to Notre Dame last year in baseball. But I think he could put a lot of that talk to bed from people like me. But I just I, – I guess I get frustrated because – it's almost like there's a double standard here. Is it because he's hot? I don't know. But he doesn't get the same amount of think, criticism that Rick Barnes. I guess it's because he's coached 25 less years than than Rick Barnes, but yeah. still it's the same thing. I, I, I think that's my
3: I think with like Tony Vitella, there's a huge upside to to him because of age. Um he's a young cat. And I think and I, I aggravate you guys about this, but I, I think Rick Barnes Is it's not really fair because the guy is a good basketball coach, but I think it's because he looks like he's you know a a Baptist deacon and he's looks like he's 89 years old and death eating a cracker that people are just so get so fed up with it because they want you know it's a little bit more energy. Um, I think that is one reason that it is. But like Rick Barnes, that gets no credit for what he's done at Tennessee. They always want to talk about Texas and all this other. But I mean, if you do look at his stats and look at what he's been able to do, minus you know the whole second round Rick thing, I mean, you know, it's it's pretty impressive. But well, before- the other thing too is the cut cutting the best in the best uh, conference there is for basketball, in my opinion. Just like Tony Vitello is coaching in the best conference for competition is just getting tougher, um, especially in basketball. I think, um, but ten, that's just ten, my 10
0: years ago, the SEC was not anywhere near the top of basketball conferences. But I think it's, I think the Big 12 is probably a little better, maybe the Big 10, but the SEC is in the top three. They've surpassed the ACC for sure in and, and the Pac-12. pac oh, yeah. 12 is not good at all
2: I think I think SEC and Big East are tied for the or, or 2A and 2B in basketball I think both of them are a little bit better in the Big Ten Big Ten's a little top heavy No yeah, uh, I can agree with that but Big 12's gauntlet but um going back to the Vitello thing um smaller sample size younger um and our baseball program was an absolute shambles when he got here. Uh, worse shape than the basketball program was when Barnes got here, and that's saying something.
0: I disagree with that. I I, I mean I, I disagree with that because really the basketball team had six or seven scholarship players when Barnes came in. Yes, Thomas uh, may know more than than I do about that, but I, I don't. I think <clears throat> Serrano being in Knoxville. He I don't think he left the cupboard all that bare, but well, know, know a lot of people left when Donnie Tindall was was let go. A lot of people left the, that basketball program. For probably the
2: ten years before Vitello got on campus, um it was a fifty fifty chance if we were gonna make the SEC tournament. Which I understand the SEC is always good, but I mean we were bottom of the barrel.
0: And that and- was with 12 teams. <laughs>
2: Right, yeah, that's what
3: I'm
2: saying. Um, Yeah, I mean, I really don't think either one of them deserves to get a lot of fleck. I mean, obviously, there's moments where they should. But as a whole, man, I mean, we've got it pretty damn good across the board.
0: (laughs) It's like – I mean, it's not even – Montana said it last week. He said, we're blessed right now, this whole athletics department. Hell, I was watching the NCAA track and field yesterday. And we had some girl, I can't remember what event she was running, she finished third. I can't remember the last time I've seen a Tennessee track and field athlete finish on national television and something. But across the board, Tennessee volleyball is good. Um, obviously, Lady Balls basketball is is on its way back up, hopefully. They're playing pretty well, top four in the SEC. Lady Vols softball just got off College World Series ex- um, appearance. Tennessee baseball is what it is. We know that. Men's basketball, football's on its way back. I saw oh, we just hired a new rowing coach. Golf is great. Tennis.
2: I mean, we we have a chance to have a New Year's Six Bowl win, Sweet 16 appearance, Women's College World Series appearance, and Men's College World Series appearance, and people are still going to find a way to bitch about that.
0: <laughs> so, I found Insane. one. They, they had, I think it was Tennessee, TCU, and Alabama – both went to the Sweet Sixteen. I'm sorry, uh, New Year Six Bowl, and uh, the Super Regionals. But if you look at it, the only two schools to go to the Super Regionals, New Year Six Bowl, and Sweet Sixteen in men's basketball is Tennessee and Alabama. They were the only two that have that can that can claim that. Um, I don't know. You want to throw women's basketball in there. We may be the only school because we went to the sweet sixteen in the women's basketball tournament. I'm pretty sure that's the only school that's done that. So I don't know. It's it's really good right now. And I hate that I mean, I think our coaches, I love all of our coaches right now. I just I love all of them. They're I think they've got us in a good spot and we need to do whatever we can to hold on to them unless they retire. Um, and then once they retire, I think they've left these programs in better shape than they found them, which is what you want. Um, so putting that aside, a lot of controversy this week with – we talked about just a second ago, Harbin brought it up, with the selection process of Tennessee having to travel to Hattiesburg for the Super Regional. Both were, Both are two seeds. Um, so they took bids from both schools, compared the bids, talked about it, I guess. I don't know what else they did between then, but they chose Hattiesburg. I think I said on this week or last week's show that they, that's what was going to happen. My simple um reasoning for it was it's a feel-good story with their coach retiring, So Southern Miss's coach is retiring after the season's over. I just felt like they were going to send that series down there because both teams on paper are fairly even. Numbers-wise, you know, we might have an edge in every statistical category, but we're right there with them. The ballparks are pretty similar seating-wise. We'll get to the other part of the ballparks in a minute. But I just felt like they were going to give Southern Miss that that series because of their coach retiring. Um, I don't know. What do you all think? It, it went back and forth all week that we – Tennessee fans felt like they got hosed. Of course, we felt like that with everything, especially people on Twitter. We we feel like the NCAA is out to get us all the time. I don't know where that's come from. I mean, I can kind of see some of it with some decisions that have come down over the years. I just have a hard time believing that the NCAA is sitting around like, let's see how we can get Tennessee this time. I just don't believe that. Maybe I'm naive, but um, I don't know. What do you all think is – Was the selection process flawed? Like, what's going on here? I don't
1: think you can answer that question because we don't know what the criteria was and why they decided on either, you know, Hattiesburg over Tennessee. Um, I do know that what their average attendance is more than our largest ever because they bring in extra seating. But um, I don't think we can really answer on, you know, why they chose because they didn't give a reason. No, they didn't. I mean, they posted some
0: stuff during the broadcast today that the criteria that was possibly used, but I still don't I don't know. I mean I I looked at it this way. I was the thing I was more mad about that the NCAA did was how they the debacle not just at not just at Hattiesburg yesterday, but at LSU with the rain delays. They delayed the LSU game, which was supposed to start at like two o'clock central time. And it never rained. It never stormed. It never did anything down there. And then they played it at 10 o'clock Eastern time last night. Those poor LSU fans, I shouldn't call them poor. I mean, they, I don't know how they walked it back into the stadium last night. They were down there tailgating all day long. And I saw an interview where a guy was outside Alex Box Stadium. And there were several people that left and went home because they're like, I can't do this. This is too late. I'm going back to the house, whatever. But I just I don't know what the NCAA was thinking on that one, and I don't know why they took so long, one, to decide whether or not they were going to restart the Tennessee game, and two, why they didn't feel like they could move that game up Saturday. Because if you look at the forecast, uh, if you look at the forecast, <laughs> sorry, we lost Harbin there. And now he's sitting in the dark. He must have lost power. But we've
2: got we've got a personal hotspot going off the what? iPhone, baby. Don't you doubt a country boy?
0: Country boy can survive <laughs> even in these modern times. Sign
2: of a gun.
0: We'll have Hank Jr. rewrite the song to have something about hotspots or something.
2: I believe it's a Remington sixty nine song. I think they already have one.
0: Uh, but anyways, I mean, I just I felt like um. <laughs> I just felt like they could have moved that game up Saturday and got the majority of it, if not all of it, in before those storms hit yesterday afternoon. Um, and I know it's TV deal and all that. But I don't know. Uh, Big Montana, what did you think about the selection process?
3: I think it was really even to get really that mad about it. Um I think you're right. I think his last year coaching um had some draw to it and you know one of these days we might be in the same position tony vitello will be 60 something years old and this is his last two raw, you know and and we would want that situation i honestly think that uh, it could have been used as a um as a uh, bulletin board material if you will uh for, for our guys, hey, they thought you weren't good enough to host. What are you going to do about it? Um, I really thought that Tennessee was going to come out and beat the snout out of Southern Miss on uh, Saturday uh, and today. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, you can't leave it up to somebody else's hands, man. You can't leave it in referees' hands. You can't leave it up to a coin flip. That's stuff stuff to go your way. Uh, if you wanted to host, should have won more games. Um, that's the way i feel about it um at the end of the day do your business don't let somebody else do it for you if you don't mow your own grass somebody else will mow it for you that goes a lot of things in life
0: well i just i looked at i think another thing i was frustrated with was when and i didn't i don't think overall this is a big deal but they had tennessee they don't have visiting locker rooms at southern miss that's an issue to me if you're wanting to host a – what do they do when they host a just flat-out regional there with four teams, not just two, but four? What, do they just sit out in a parking lot? This is like a freaking summer league baseball tournament where you got yeah. teams hanging around waiting for the next game to start and they're just sitting either out in their cars or they're sitting in the, in the stands watching. And I felt like it was a little chicken shit that Tennessee had to sit under the bleachers yesterday while it was storming. And then they did between games today, they were doing it again. And I get it, yeah. they don't have they don't have that. And that can't be the whole criteria for hosting, but you gotta have something better in place if you're Southern Miss and the NCAA. If there's a weather delay, where are these guys gonna go? Like you can't throw them under the where, bleachers. Where do they
3: where do they go if they get hurt?
0: Guess they just deal with it there in the dugout. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean- if I, if I break my ankle coming around second base, I'd hope I can go into an air conditioned room and, you know, be given but, some morphine or something. I, was, you know I, I mean? was
0: watching the game with my dad today and I said, How do they not have a lock? How do they not have a visiting locker room at, at this level of baseball? And at Southern Miss, I know they're in the Sun Belt, but my God, it, they're not that low down. It's not like they're, they're, uh, I mean, I could see Oral Roberts not having a, a visiting team dugout, but Southern Miss, a team that's been good for so long. But my dad said, well, they're in the Sun Belt. What do you expect?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, shoot, build a build a cinder block building, throw a little insulation, stick up a roof, throw a little shingles on it. It's better than sitting under the freaking dugout letting homeboys spit cup and Bud Light run through the cracks <laughs> on you. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous.
0: Harbin, what do you think about all this mess of the NCAA picking um, Hattiesburg over beautiful Knoxville, Tennessee? I'm
2: going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Um, I feel like a couple things went into it. One, Southern Miss won their conference. We did not. uh, Didn't even have a great showing in the tournament where we lost our first game. Um, I know they looked at stadium size and I know it's not substantial, but they did have more seats. Um, yeah, I don't really think it was the quote unquote screw job that a lot of people are making it out to be. I know I've seen some things where some kid that used to play for Southern Miss's Dad was on the committee or something, but if you just look at it simply like conference champion versus at large bid, I think that's, I don't think it's a screw job. I really don't. Um, also, three weeks ago, nobody thought we'd even be in the realm of possibility of hosting a super regional. So, not really that upset over it. I think, I think this team knew that their path to Omaha was going to be away from Knoxville. And that's really, it's really all, all I've got to say about it.
0: And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't think us going to Southern Miss is a screw job at all. I mean, we weren't seriously considered as a host for a regional. So why would we be considered as a host in a coin toss situation for a super regional when Southern Miss, from what I've read, was like one of the three teams. They were a, one of three teams that were considered that weren't picked for a regular regional. That was kind of what flipped it for me.
2: You want to talk about a screw job, Indiana
0: State got a massive screw job.
2: Now, I don't know what the NCAA's criteria is. For those that don't know, Indiana State was hosted a regional. They won the regional. Uh, they got linked up with TCU, who's the two seed in the Fayetteville regional. Uh, Terre Haute had a previous commitment of hosting the Special Olympics this weekend, <clears throat> so they didn't have the, the hotels and whatnot. Um, tell me how in the world instead of letting the team that's supposed to host, you just immediately go to the to the visitors team to the visitor uh team's ballpark instead of finding like an Indiana or a Purdue or a Notre Dame or somebody within two or three hours and let them host
0: there. That's a very good point because I had read that if Duke won and advanced to where they would be potentially a host, that they had put in a bid to play the game at Durham Athletic Park where the Durham Bulls play because there's more seating. So I had a same thought, same question about that. Is there not a minor league stadium somewhere near Terre Haute that they could – there may not be. I don't know
2: just literally anything besides handing TCU hosting a super regional
0: the way i understand it, it, indiana, it, it makes no sense indiana state didn't even put a bid in to host they just said we can't host that that came i that came from the ncaa he said they'd never put a bid in because they knew logistically they wouldn't be able to handle it
2: well that's dumb on their part then surely god you could The AD could call up another AD of a team that's not in it or didn't even make the tournament in general and be like, hey, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours in the future somehow. I don't know if the NCAA would even allow that, but surely, God, you could figure something out. Keep it in the state of Indiana as opposed to going all the way down to damn Texas.
0: And they got swept. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, You beat them 2-0.
2: I don't know. That just felt like a massive screw job. I didn't even know the Indiana State didn't even put in a bid at all, which –
0: yeah, they did um, not. That's,
2: that's kind of dumb on their part, but surely, God, they could have figured out something to keep it within a couple hours of Terre Haute.
0: You you would think, I mean, as I would have tried if I was AD to try to find a minor league stadium or something nearby, kind of like Duke was trying to do with, with uh, Durham Athletic Park there in Durham, but I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I just know they said they did not put a bid in, and so they just sent the game to – to fort worth so too bad on them i mean it's their own fault so um looks like we got some finals thomas i guess lsu is one um
1: i don't know about that they were up eight or eleven to three or something and then oral roberts has beat uh oregon
0: we got a four four seed in the world series the first one since what stony brook 2012
1: I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. But.
0: I think I saw that yesterday. The last four seed was Stony Brook in two thousand twelve to get there. They're um, a good
1: team.
0: No, they're good. They're all, they've been good for a while. They win their conference pretty much every year. They talked about
1: twenty one straight until Friday night when they blew an eight run lead. You know, so
2: what about an old boy that's got a forty seven game hitting streak? I saw
0: that earlier, and that did blew. You my, hit, did he get a hit today from yeah. Texas?
1: No, for uh, Oral Roberts
0: for well, the guy, this guy for Texas had a thirty-nine game hitting streak going into last night, but he didn't, he didn't, he didn't extend his streak. He got walked intentionally walked in his last at bat, and he was zero for three. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> they, like won. The, mean, they won. I mean, they won, game so game. it didn't
2: matter. But some wow. stat it said, I, I think it's the fourth longest hitting streak in like NCAA history, or at least since like the fifties. it is pretty wild. Forty-seven
0: wow. games. That is crazy. That is wild. That one he, cat, he, I extended it,
1: I he extended it last night on a home run to bring them within one. I think I saw.
0: So, we've got LSU in the College World Series, Oral Roberts, Virginia beat Duke, Wake Forest in a football score beat Alabama 22-5. to five. You just hate to see that. They
1: hit nine home runs today.
0: <laughs> that is wild. Grand um, and then on Saturday, you had Florida taking down South Carolina. To advance on TCU, as we mentioned, moved on. So we so far we've got TCU, Florida, Wake Forest, Virginia, LSU, and Oral Roberts. So there's three Six. spots, two spots left to get Tennessee, and we could have we we could be the only game in town tomorrow night on Monday Texas night. Texas is
1: currently up two to one in the top of the fourth against Stanford.
0: So um, we could be the uh, last bid. The last entry into the College World Series Elimination Chamber, Harbin.
2: I was thinking more of number 30 for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking.
1: Um, but yeah. If we make it in, I believe if we win game one and, all, and Wake Forest wins game one, I think the way our bracket – we it's will we, uh, we'll we, be the we we play the number 1 overall senior game cuz we
0: we would play LSU if we win if we win tomorrow we'll play LSU in the first round is that,
3: is that is that a three game
0: series too double elimination
1: double elimination
0: it's title. basically what they do is they break it up into two 14 brackets um and then there's crossover in the losers bracket i think there's a crossover game there loser game eight and seven or something like that would play each other but we would be in there with Wake Forest LSU let's see one versus eight who would be the eight seed coming in there um not Virginia they would well, be of the, the eight seed so it would be Texas. Stanford
1: Stanford or Texas yeah
0: we'll have Stan it'll be Tennessee or Southern Miss Stanford or Texas Wake Forest and um LSU that would be our little quad. There. So because Clemson, we were in their region, they're the four seed. So four versus five, one versus eight. So there you go. So, so that's fall, what we got to look forward to. So fall
1: game one.
2: So they, yeah. they do it, they do it based on what regional you come out of.
0: No, it's seeding. It's, it's seeding. But when those like Clemson was the four overall seed. So right. um, you know, if they would have won and LSU would have won, the four and the five would have played each other first round, but they just keep it going from whoever wins that regional.
3: Gotcha. Do do the last two two teams do they play a three game series
1: or is it just double elimination? Yeah, it's a the three game series championship it's just like
0: softball. Okay. Best of three. Okay. But so it, it could take like I think it starts what Friday, Thomas? Sixteenth, yeah, Friday. And then um it basically it's goes two weeks all week. Then... It, it goes yeah. all the way into that next Monday or next Tuesday. Because I, I last time Tennessee was there, we had talked about possibly trying to go out there that next week if they got there, but they played on, what, Friday and lost. And then I had tickets to the uh, first race back at Nashville Super Speedway. Me and my dad went on Father's Day, and Tennessee was playing while the race was going on. So I'm watching the race. – I'm in the stands watching the race, listening to the game on my headset like I'm back in the 90s at Neyland Stadium listening to – John Ward called the game while I'm sitting in the stadium. But, uh, you know, we lost two games in a row and never got to that next week. But usually they have – you don't play, like, every single day back-to-back. Back. They kind of break it up a little bit. But, yeah, it, that thing will go – you get to that championship series, it goes into the next – you're there basically two weeks. almost. Well, not two weeks. It's like 11, 12, 13 days you're there. But – we got to win tomorrow guys. We got to win on Monday. If you're listening to this, hopefully it's Monday. You're listening to this going into work or you're coming home. Well, if you're coming home, you're probably listening to the game at this point. So, um hopefully the Vols can get it done. All four of us think Tennessee wins against the Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. I just think Tennessee's the better team. I think they find a way to get it done tomorrow. We just got more horses. We got bigger and better horses in the stable. Southern Miss is a great team. though. You get to this time of year, you can't go wrong um, with some of these teams, but uh, I just think Tennessee's got a little bit more in the tank than Southern Miss, but don't expect the Eagles just to lay over. Lay down and play dead. I hope they do, but they probably won't. So, Any closing thoughts, Harbin? I kind of ran out of time on the live thing here, but Quickly, thoughts on the live PGA. Um, because I, I know you've been very passionate about it this week.
2: Massive week in the golf world. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, uh, this could potentially go down as the biggest week in golf history. Um, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that, whether it's good or bad. Um, but quick clarification I th- I think if you keep up with this, most people know this. <laughs> The PGA and Live are not merging. Uh, the PIF, the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia, uh, people that pump all the money into Live, their whole goal when they started this quote unquote Super League three years ago or whenever it was, uh, was to just get their foot in the door so that they could get money into the golf world. And they started Live as like a disruptment just to kind of piss off PGA Tour and wait on them to fold. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> they did. Uh, Jay Monahan, known hater and loser. Uh, was very vocal about uh, shaming people for taking Saudi money and all that good stuff. And tone changed quite a bit this past week. Um, depending on how you look at it, it could be slimy, it could be, it could be desperate, whatever it is. But he made this decision with Jimmy Dunn and one or two other people and did not let any of his players know. And the players that stayed on PGA are extremely pissed and they have a very valid reason to be. Um, But we'll see how it all uh, unfolds. Um, Live is still going to be a thing going into 2024. No clue how long it lasts. Uh, that will be interesting to see how that devo- dissolves into the DP World Tour and the PGA Tour, but – It has been fun watching Rory McIlroy sweat over questions over a podium Um, because he is also a known hater and loser. So, wild week in golf, um, kind of excited to see how it goes. Uh, um, Also, full swing cameras were rolling in players' homes and cars and in the clubhouse at the RBC Canadian Open when the news was broke. So, Whenever that footage does come to Netflix, that will be must see TV. Um, yeah, Wild Week in Golf.
0: So I was telling, uh, Barkhart, maybe it was uh, Grub, Griff, and Burkhart. I can't remember who I was texting or not. Like of of our generation, even Harbin, you're a little younger than us, but still, I include you in this because this hasn't happened in any of our lifetimes. The last thing that I can think that's similar to this was the AFL-NFL merging. And maybe, I think ABA-NBA was before AFL-NFL. but AFL-NFL merging, which I know this isn't a merge, but it's somewhat similar. Like, we've never seen anything like this um, in our lifetimes. That'd um, be w- every, w- every w- other w- Well, yeah, you could say that. Seriously, yeah. I mean, seriously, you could say that. Um what? I didn't even think about that one. That's a good point, Big Montana. But
2: what do he say? I didn't hear him.
0: WWF, WCW. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, most of the time, a rival league just folds and goes out of business, and they're never. I mean, some of their players might get gobbled mm-hmm. up, but not their, not their rights or um, how they're governed or anything like that. So that, besides that one, which is a good point, I mean, this not happened before. Um so that was that was the monumental thing in on on my end was the, the implications of that. Um and we can talk later because I think we'll have a long a more long-winded conversation about live and PGA because there's people we know that are full on PGA, uh I guess homers you might say, uh but have been in the PGA's court. And then there's people like Harb has been a a follower of live and not a fan of Rory McIlroy, but there's people now I can already tell we were talking earlier. The golf trip this year is going to be electric because there's going to be heated conversations about live and PGA tour. I can already see it coming. It's going to be fantastic.
3: I just can't imagine being a guy who was standing on point for the brand and turned down all that money to go play over there. For instance, Tiger Woods turned down, what, $750 million? And I know that it's Tiger Woods, but for less than a year later, and the company that you were being a poster boy for just folded and just become a cuck, and then there you are, didn't get a check for any of it when you know, could have made a ton of money, I'd be pissed off. I'd be asking, where's my check at?
0: But see, I – I I mean I that's the thing I I've kind of felt bad for Rory about a little bit was that he did put his neck out there and stand up for the PGA. Mm-hmm. But that's a it's like Nick Bernard and I were talking. And I was like, hey, he made a business decision here and it didn't work out. I mean yeah. there ain't no I, I don't agree with the okay, you didn't go to live, you stayed loyal to us. Here's a check, here, here's 20 million or whatever it may be. I think there needs to be, and I did see this, Harb, correct me if I'm wrong, that one of the rumors floating around is uh, the players will get equity in the new company, supposedly, which I I I'm I can get on board with that as a player yeah. in the PGA Tour. Uh, also,
2: the big rumor going around, and if this is true, this is wild, um, PGA was going to dig their heels in the ground and not do anything, but Liv came to them and had a – written agreement with John Rom John Rom was going to go to live for 300 million dollars and Monahan pretty much deemed uh he pretty much looked bigger picture he didn't want he didn't want to lose his number one guy um so if that's true that's absolutely wild and it makes sense because Rom's best friend is Sergio he's very good friends with Phil Phil's brother was his coach at Arizona State it makes a lot of sense. And that, that rumor has traction. So if that was actually what happened, uh, that's wild. And one little, one little written agreement caused the biggest sports merger of our lifetime. Like you said, um, the whole thing is interesting and eventually all the details will come out. It It could be a month from now. It could be five years. I don't know, but, One day we'll get all the details, and I'm just eager to see how it all went
0: down. It'll be interesting. It was definitely a wild week. So, uh, we got some heavy storms that picked back up here. So, I'm going to cut this thing off because I feel like uh, my power could go out at any moment. And my computer just told me it is 69 degrees outside right now. The perfect temperature. Nice. All right, well, we're going to wrap this thing up. Huge game on Monday for the Vols. We'll see if they can take care of business and get back to Omaha. Thomas, we'll have you on next week to talk about uh, either we're going to be in Omaha talking about Omaha or we'll wrap up the season. So you'll be back next week. And uh, Harb, glad you could join us with no power. All I can see is your face and your hand. Love it. And Big Montana fought through the storms to join us this week. Appreciate everybody listening. Watch us on YouTube. Or if you don't want to look at our faces, just listen to us. But we'll be back next week. Go Vols. This has been the Section YY8 Podcast. Wish that I was on a rocky top down in the Tennessee hills. Smoky smoke up on Rocky Top Ain't no telephone bill Once I had a girl